0: And suddenly, a great tempest arose on the sea, so that the boat was covered with the waves. But he was asleep then his disciples came to him and awoke him lord save us we perish why are you fearful are you of little faith then he arose and rebuked the winds of the sea and there was a great calm so the men In the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side because they are the ones in charge. They are the host with the most. They are in the captain's chair. They're at the wheel. Therefore, they are steering our ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you all here. Welcome to episode 501. And we're going to be doing a reading out of Genesis chapter 28. And then we'll have a little bit of a summary and then we'll close it out in prayer. I was debating whether or not I was going to do a second show tonight because I didn't really have too much on the agenda today. I felt like I hit it pretty hard the first couple of days coming back. Um, If I do a little second show, it might be just to kind of hit on a sound clip or two and have a slight discussion on how we need more voices um, out there in the public space. All right, Um, because, you know, we have obviously we got – my lame voice that you guys for some reason you guys are gluttons for punishment so you guys keep coming back here i don't know why but you guys like to keep coming back here um but you know we have patriots with grit out there you can find them on rumble they are another source um that talks um they they, those those two gentlemen over there darren and uh Oh, forgive me. I, I'm terrible with names. But uh, the two gentlemen on the Patriots with Grit show, they always uh, they they just actually started their county uh, assembly not that long ago. Um, but then on top of that, they also have other people from other states from the assembly that are also on their show. Like they had uh, uh, they had Brock on from Wisconsin. Obviously, they had Destry from Alaska. They had uh, Doug, Doug Mallow, I believe his name is, from uh, Florida. Um, I'm trying to think of who else they had Josh Lehman from Missouri on. So, you know, aside from them being assembly members themselves, they are also talking to other assembly members from other states, which is great because, you know, here's the thing. We need more voices out there to pound on the assembly drum. And I'm going to be hitting this a lot harder as we go along this year, because I'm not going to stop until we hit 50 states. All right, I know I keep saying that 38, 38, 38, and yes, that's the minimum we need. But we're, we're shooting for all 50, baby. Okay, we're shooting for all 50. And I can't be the only voice behind this microphone that touts the information. Um, we need people like Patriots with Grit. We need people like Kirk Pendergrass from KLC. He's more along the lines of the common law side of things, but he is also involved with his Idaho assembly, trying to get that formulated. Um, You know, here's the thing. Yesterday, I made a comment on the second show saying it's not that hard to get 30 people in your state. Let me rephrase that for a second, because I was thinking about that and I was reflecting on that today. I guess let me I'm going to correct myself because this is a self-correction now. This is not coming from anybody else. This is a self-correction. If it was that easy, we would have all 50 states. So it is a challenge. It is a challenge to get 30 people in one room minimum to redress the grievances. Okay, It is a challenge to get people to buy into the fact that, hey, you do have more power than you realize. So we're going to touch on that a little bit more on the other side of the of this show. But yes, although it's a challenge like Rietta was saying, it, it it is true, it is a challenge but it is worth it. It is well worth it. And there's two components to that that we're going to touch on. And we're going to touch on that on the other side. Now, today we're going to be reading Genesis chapter 28 and then um but before I do, I want to get into my daily disclaimer. And so, like I say, remember, as I always state periodically on the podcast, I am not a doctor. I don't wear a white coat. I am not a financial advisor, a pastor, priest, deacon, or biblical scholar, or a bar lawyer. I do not give out legal advice. I am also not the official face or voice of the national, state, or county assemblies. Additionally, I do not advocate for violence. I am my own man, and the opinions, thoughts, and statements are of my own unless I reference other material. So there you go. There is my daily disclaimer for the day. Let's dive right into it. We'll close it out, and we'll start the second show. So let me get my screen up. Here we go. Okay. And again, I'm reading out of the New American Bible Revised Edition. That's my favorite. Chapter 28, and it's not a really long chapter, not like it has been, like yesterday. So today we're only looking at about 22 verses. So we're going to be getting into the discussion of Jacob's dream at Bethel. All right. Jacob's dream at Bethel. So starting with verse one, Isaac, therefore, hold on one second. Sorry, guys. There we go. Isaac, therefore, summoned Jacob and blessed him. Charging him, you shall not marry a Canaanite woman. Go now to Paddan Arath, to the home of your mother. Excuse me, to the home of your mother's father, Bethuel, and there choose a wife of yourself from among the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. May God Almighty bless you and make you fertile, multiply you, that you may become an assembly of peoples. There's that word assembly again, guys. May God extend to you and your descendants the blessings of Abraham so that you may gain possession of the land where you are residing, which he assigned to Abraham. Then Isaac sent Jacob on his way. He sent to Aram to Laban son of Bethuel, the Aramanian, and brother of Rebekah, the mother of Jacob and Esau. Now Esau noted that Isaac had blessed Jacob when he sent him to Paddam Aram to get himself a wife there, and that as he gave him his blessing, he charged him, you shall not marry a Canaanite woman, and that Jacob had obeyed his father and mother and gone to Padan Aram. Esau realized how displeasing the Canaanite women were to his father Isaac. So Esau went to Ishmael, and in addition to the wives he had, married Mahalath, the daughter of Abraham's son, Ishmael, and sister of Nabaioth. Now Jacob departed from Beersheba and proceeded toward Haran. When he came upon a certain place, he stopped there for the night, and since the sun had already set, taking one of the stones at the place, he had put it under his head, lay it down in place, and then he had a dream. A stairway rested on the ground, when its top reaching to the heavens, and God's angels were going up and down on it. And there was a the Lord standing beside him and saying, I am the Lord the God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you are lying, I will give to you and your descendants. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth. Through them, you will spread to the west and the east, to the north and south. In you and your descendants, all the families of the earth will find blessing. I am with you and will protect you wherever you go and bring you back to this land. I will never leave you until I have done what I promised you. When Jacob awoke from his sleep, he said, Truly the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. He was afraid and said, How awesome this place is. This is nothing else but the house of God, the gateway to heaven. Early the next morning, Jacob took the stone that he had put under his head, set it up as a sacred pillar. And poured oil on top of it. He named that place Bethel. Whereas the former name of the town. Had been Luz. Jacob then made this vow. If God will be with me. And protect me on this journey. I am making and give. Excuse me. If he will protect me on this journey. That I am making and give me food to eat. And clothes to wear. And I come back safely to my father's house. The Lord will be my God. This stone that I have set up as a sacred pillar will be the house of God of everything you give me. I will return a 10th part to you without fail. And that is the reading of Genesis chapter 28 verses one through 22. So what did this all mean? What we read here. So, genesis 28 is a story of jacob leaving home to begin his journey to mesopotamia and based on recent events however it would be more accurate to describe it as uh, more like fleeing from home and jacob's brother esau wanted to kill him for cheating him out of his blessing from his father now there's no mention made of this, in you know, of that particular story in this chapter, but this is the context driving Jacob's flight. Now, Isaac calls Jacob before him, and apparently he had made some level of peace with Jacob's deception. Now, since Rebekah had appealed to Isaac to send him away, it's possible that Jacob needed more convincing, not yet understanding just how angry his brother Esau really was. But Isaac commands Jacob to go to Rebekah's brother's household in Don Aram to find a wife. Now, under no circumstances should Jacob marry a local Canaanite woman. Isaac also blessed Jacob again, this time giving it to Jacob, the full blessing of Abraham, including a version of God's promises to Abraham. Now, once Jacob left, Esau learns that Isaac commanded Jacob not to marry a Canaanite woman. Esau becomes aware, perhaps for the first time, that his father is not pleased with Esau's two Canaanite wives from the tribe of the Hittites. And possibly in an attempt to regain some of his father's approval, Esau takes a third wife, one of the daughters of Isaac's half-brother Ishmael. But on the road to uh, Mesopotamia, and apparently alone at this point, Jacob is forced by nightfall to bed down on the ground, and the Lord appeared to Jacob in a dream atop of a ladder, or a staircase as it kind of was described here, connecting heaven to the earth. Now on that ladder, angels uh, look to be appearing to uh, be ascending and descending from heaven, going up and down. Now the Lord repeats To Jacob, some of the very same promises and the same words that he said to Abraham. And he said, He said, He will give to Jacob and his descendants the very ground that he is sleeping on while dreaming. Now, he will make Jacob's offspring as the dust of the earth, spreading out in every direction, north, south, east, and west all the peoples of the earth will be blessed through Jacob's offspring. Now, more immediately, the Lord promises to be with Jacob wherever he goes to keep him safe and to bring him back to the land of promise. And the Lord will not leave Jacob. Now, Jacob wakes up overwhelmed by awe and fear. So he makes a powerful connection between the Lord's appearance to him and the place where he was sleeping. Now, he calls the place Bethel, which means house of God. And he sets up the stone pillar kind of as like a sacred pillar, right? To commemorate that spot. So finally, Jacob makes a vow and says, if God is with me, right? If God be with him and provide his needs and bring him back to his father's household in peace, and Jacob will make the Lord his God. And he will worship him at this place and he will give to the Lord 10% 10% of all that God gives to him. So there you go. That's that's the reading of Genesis chapter 28 and a little summary there. So let's close this out in prayer. We'll, we'll come back on the other side. We'll have a little discussion. Like I said, I have no real agenda tonight or subject matter, but figure what the heck. So grab my little cross. I always like, grabbing my little cross here when I pray. So Heavenly Father, I want to say thank you so very much for yet another day of life and good health. We appreciate all that you give us and all the many blessings and gifts that we typically don't really recognize or or, or give many uh, much attention to just because it's, you know, a lot of the things that we have in our life, we often take for granted. You know, we often take for granted that we have a dresser and closet full full of clothes and socks and undergarments. You know, we take for granted that we have indoor showers and indoor plumbing to, you know, um, just do what people have to do, right? We take, you know, we take for granted indoor running water, all this stuff. We have more at our disposal than we really realize. And we we appreciate all these things. So let us never forget all the little blessings that you bring in our life because there's so many things that really truly make us rich than we even can really realize and even give gratitude for. There's just too many things to list off, but we do want to recognize it here as a whole and say thank you for all the many things you do give us. Most importantly, thank you for the gift of companionship and friendship because it's through friendship and companionship that gives us the unity with one another that allows us to really come together in your light, God, so that we can do your work, live out the way you need us to, right? To to do your work and to expand your kingdom. So, however that looks like, just we ask that you continuously guide us every day on this path. And we pray all of this. Well, before I say amen, let me see. I'm looking at the chat board. I want to make sure nobody's putting anything up. All right, I think we're good. Yes, okay. And so we pray all this in your Holy son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. So I hope everybody is having a good Wednesday so far. Oh, that's what I forgot to say. Yeah. Today is April 5th, by the way, 2023. I forgot to say the date. I've been getting bad with that lately. It is April 5th, 2023. And so anyways, but we're going to close this out and we'll come back. Give us about a couple minutes and we'll come back. Like I said, uh, a couple things I, I'm going to play here, and then we'll have a little discussion. Um, just general chit chat, really. Again, no real agenda. So we will be right back on the other side. And if we don't see on the other side, we'll see you back here tomorrow. All right. God bless. And suddenly, a great tempest arose on the sea, so that the boat was covered with the waves. But. He was asleep. Then his disciples came to him and awoke him. Lord, save us. We perish. Why are you fearful? Oh, you have little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the winds of the sea. And there was a great calm. So the men... Do you obey?